Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! The players are going to vote to play because guess what players do, Darren? They play. And they want to play. But in the end, the owners are going to kibosh it because it's going to cost them too much. So it's going to be on the owners. That's my prediction. We're going to get this baton really far in the relay race, and then it's going to be dropped near the finish line. That's my prediction on this. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is... Everybody into the pool. Let's go. Let's go. It's a big day here. A big day in the old RP show. Canada's daytime sports talk show is on the air. It is episode number 408. RP here. Moose DuPont there. Coming up on the program today, uh, Darren Burns. He is the former CFL lineman who's making a comeback at the age of 55. Now listen, he might just play senior football. I can't see you. I'm just fixing this. He might... Only play senior football out in the Maritimes. They have senior football like we have senior hockey out here. Yeah. But he might play in the Canadian Football League at the age of 55. We're going to get to the bottom of that with Darren Burns, former Alouette, Ottawa Rough Rider, and Ty Cat. I got to check his CFL resume. Might be another CFL team that he's signing with here this year. So Darren Burns is going to be with us. Our hockey insider, 10-year pro Jared Dumba. And coming up in hour two when we go to national television across 10 provinces and 31 states, Chris Jones. Big news. And uh, you know what? Let's just jump into the quick six show topics right now. Okay? Yeah. Thanks, Jordan. Are you ready? Gotcha. Number one, Monday was one of those days that just makes you feel alive. And I know that because I haven't felt that way. Those days are few and far between. I know. Like, it's, it's a thrill a minute around here. But in terms of what happened on Monday, that was old school. Scott Milanovic 
quits in Edmonton. Chris Jones throws his name into the ring. My phone's going off. Hey, Tressman's interested. Hey, it's going to be Elizondo. Hey, this. Hey, that. Whoa, this reminds me of back in the day when the CFL was actually playing. This felt like normal. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. One of those days that as a reporter, it makes you feel alive. You know, you got one phone going here, one phone going here. You feel like Jerry Maguire. Hang on. Shut up. I got a call coming over here. I'll call you back. That was Monday. So the search is on for Edmonton's next head coach, and will it be Chris Jones? It's brought about our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center right out of the gate. Who should the Edmonton football team hire as their head coach? Jamie Elizondo, Chris Jones, Mark Tressman, or other? What are they saying, dupes? Mark Tressman. Leading the way. Very well thought of. Yeah. Very well thought of, Mark Tressman. He and I, dupes and I, are going to face off later on on who we think the next head coach of the Edmonton football team will be slash should be. Okay? So, and the one thing that we want to get to the bottom of when Chris Jones joins us next hour is, is this, in fact, Chris Jones' Twitter account? Because Claire Hanna from TSN CTV had tweeted a few years ago that it's not his real account. I was told that it was. I've also been told that somebody handles it for him on his behalf. We'll get to the bottom of that. And by the way, write your questions down for Chris Jones and get him ready. Because as I said to one of his boys yesterday, he's incredibly hard to interview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've done it. Oh, I've done it. You know I've done it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just have you been, you probably spent no time thinking about what you're going to ask Chris Jones. No, I've been thinking about it a little bit. Okay. So it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it very much. Mandy in Edmonton, she's on it already. She says, why did he make that tweet? It doesn't add up. Well, that's why we went to the source. And producer Clark, the hound dog, is the guy that got Chris Jones. And I might add... It's the only interview that he's doing, from what I understand, is right here in just over an hour's time. So we're very much looking forward to that. Uh, I guess I should check the Twitter poll, because that was Facebook, you said. Yeah. Mark Tressman's leading. I haven't actually talked to Mark. Somebody told me that that Mark's interested. On Twitter, 34% leads Jamie Elizondo. Jamie Elizondo, which I guess, do you have to be... A real CFL super nerd to know who these guys are. Like, I tweeted a photo of Jamie Elizondo, just his photo yesterday. And I said, this guy's considered the leader in the clubhouse, Jamie Elizondo. I got people writing me going, who is that guy? Yeah, most people, a lot of the CFL even won't know who Jamie Elizondo is. That's unfortunate. It is the nerds who would know who he is, just because he's never been a head coach in the CFL. Right? But a very successful offensive coordinator, and then went down to the XFL. But... Yeah, he was with Ottawa, right? And, and that's when he left. So just didn't get the pub in Ottawa as the offensive coordinator. Not, not widespread like Tressman and Jones, who are two of the most prominent names. Uh, Elizondo's the guy that kicked me out of Red Black's walkthrough, not once, but twice. Which, incidentally, I was never upset about. We got to get Elizondo on. And let's talk about that and, and various other things. Greg Clevgard, one of our viewers, writes in and he says, You guys are the newsmakers. Nope, we're just telling you the news that nobody else will or is allowed to. And before I go any further, Trent checks in. Norway calling, where it is, 5.06 p.m. Can Chris Jones work with Brock Sutherland if he says yes in Edmonton? Elizondo or Tressman would work well. Time will tell. Stay well, everyone.
And Jeff Kabilis and Weyburn says, nerds. Remember Revenge of the Nerds? Yes. You guys just got beat by a bunch of GD nerds. John Goodman. Yeah. Before he was John Goodman. That's right. Are you ready to move on yet? I'm not sure. I'm I, don't, I don't know. Having so much fun. I don't know. Discussing this. Nerds. Point two, the Argos signed wide receiver Martavius Bryant. Oh, man, they might have wanted to pick another day to make that announcement yesterday because that's big news. It's huge news. Yeah, really big news. Um, hasn't played in a while because of an indefinite suspension by the National Football League. Martavius Bryant, last seen with the Raiders, was a star with the Steelers. And by the way, the indefinite suspension was because of uh, violations of the substance abuse policy. Two things came to mind when I saw this and did a little more reading. On Martavius Bryant, number one, if he's getting a chance, second, third, fourth chance at age 29, which incidentally I'm all for second, third, fourth, and fifth chances because I'm living proof, then Deron Carter should not only be given another chance in the CFL, he should be given a chance in the NFL because he's better than all of them. That's the truth. Yeah. And the other thing is I thought the CFL wouldn't sign anybody under contract sign anybody to a contract that's suspended in any other league. But then I realized the rules are just guidelines. You know what I mean? Who, with Martavius Bryant? Clark says he's working on an interview with Martavius Bryant. Jeff Cabillas in Winnipeg says, Rod's Chris Jones voice is spot on. Well, you spend enough time around a guy, believe me. Everybody wants to go back to the uh, the J- Chris Jones. <laughs> I know. Jeff, this, and that's fine. That's what we're here for. God knows you can get enough hockey coverage everywhere else, coast to coast in this country, but not much CFL talk. Jeff, the Stams fan, Elizondo's been mentioned before as a head coach. Maybe it's his time. Well, you got to remember that Brock Sunderland, the GM in Edmonton, was the assistant GM in Ottawa for all of Elizondo's time there. The key will be those two. Did they get along or did they not get along? I have a belief I'm hearing they did get along and that Elizondo is the front runner. I would think Brock Sunderland knows if Elizondo's ready to be a head coach or not. I mean, this is what has been blowing up my phone. People saying, well, if you're Sunderland, do you want to hire Chris Jones, who's been a GM before? It's got nothing to do with whether they think Chris Jones can be successful or not. We already know that he can and will be. But do you want your employee looking over your shoulder? How much is there to that? Do you think there's there's something to that, especially Chris Jones in this league, who's done all the roles and last time was handed basically the keys to the organization, ran the whole show. Right. So, yeah, it's tough because he's going to be breathing down your neck and the relationship's not great. Uh, it'll be it'll be a fun story to watch unfold. I like this one. Glenn Erickson from Dub Network writes in. He's in Medicine Hat, but he says, don't count big, bad, angry Terry Jones as a fan of Chris Jones returning to Edmonton. A good read in today's Edmonton Sun. Rob Hunt goes on to say, doesn't Tressman have a job in the XFL or did everyone lose their jobs while on year off? You just answered your own question, Rob. When the league filed for bankruptcy, everybody was out of work. Boy, how much further do we go on this or do we go through? Cooper Campbell's watching a Mississippi football guy down there by the uh, bayou. He says, morning, guys. Obviously, Coach Jones is a topic again. Yes, 
Which, by the way, I don't know whether to ask Chris Jones or not. Like when one of his guys called me yesterday, I said, can you give me some questions to ask Jones? Because I don't want to set him off. And he goes, you won't. And I'm like, how do you know that I won't? I've set him off before. <laughs> Believe me, I have. <laughs> right? But the, the one question I'd like to know is, how do you feel about being so polarizing, Chris, that half the football world, half the world hates you, half the world loves you? Incidentally, I'm in the loves him camp. That's pretty clear. Yep. My guess is he doesn't care. I would think he doesn't care. I think to an extent everybody cares. You right? think so? I don't yeah. I don't know. Like there are narcissists out there who just, you know, do their thing and, and can block it out and can see somebody hating them and find a way to justify that they actually love them too. But I think deep down everybody I don't think anybody really enjoys the hate, but you don't get to the top without being okay with it. So he, I, clearly he's fine with it. Oh, well, I mean, a lot of good leaders don't care what anybody thinks. They do what they think is right. And damn you, if you don't agree with me, I'm going to do it anyways. And let the chips fall where they, where they may. That's what I think Chris Jones is. And here's why I like Chris Jones so much. He's real. He didn't pretend to be anything that he's not. You may like him, you may not like him, he's not changing. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. You know, he didn't make any apologies for anything. I admire that in the guy. Uh, boy, this is the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. One more from Jeff, the Stamps fan. Chris Jones is a short-term fix. How long can you expect him to stick around? Um... How long can you expect anybody to stick around? Let's just look around the league. New coach in BC, going to be a new coach in Edmonton. Dickinson's only going into his second year here in Calgary. That's Calgary. They're their own thing. Huff and Dickinson have been the only coach they've had since 08, and it's worked. Orlando Steinauer is going into only his second year in Hamilton. Ottawa's got a new head coach. Toronto's got a new head coach. Kahari Jones is only going into his second year. So what are you talking about? Those Wally Buanos, the John Huffnagels, they're, they're very special, but they're also very rare. You wanna, it's a win now. Yeah. I don't think the concept of building anymore is a, is a thing. Anyways, i got to move on. Point three, uh, Vancouver clobbered Ottawa 7-1. We didn't watch it because we were at a movie last night, a staff party, but I'm just calling up my... I don't like the way Instagram has changed, by the way. It's hard to switch accounts. I know. Have you noticed? Yeah. Anyways, Brandon Sutter scores a hat trick last night for Vancouver as they clobber Ottawa 7-1. Ottawa is who we thought they were. So anyways, I'm watching the highlight shows this morning, and they say, Brandon Sutter has joined his dad and four of his uncles as a Sutter to score a hat trick. I'm like, so who are the uncles, please? I'm not going to know that off the top of my head, even as a huge Sutter fan. Well, his dad's Brent. Brent had six hat tricks. Uncle Brian had seven hat tricks. Uncle Daryl had three hat tricks. Uncle Rich had one. Nice. On the board. Yeah, he's on the board. And dog, Dwayne Sutter, or as they call him, Pukey, had one, but it was in the playoffs. So thank you, NHL Stats, for that. Great. Uh, point four, there are 13 NHL games tonight. That's why I'm wearing my Coyote. Coyotes game day today. Uh, the Leafs are at the Flames. It's the Jets and the Oilers. <laughs> I told Mama, listen, we got to go to Costco. Let's have supper early and then see you tomorrow. Yeah. 
I'm going to be hunkered down tonight watching a lot of NHL hockey. Point five, we'll talk a little bit about the Super Bowl matchup with our guests as they come through here today. I'll ask Bernsey his take. Why not? Yeah. Hasn't changed. It's the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. Point six, staff party last night coincided with Darren DuPont's birthday. Figure that one out. You threw yourself a great birthday last night. I threw a staff party. And <laughs> on your birthday, socially distanced at yes. Landmark Cinema. Uh, Clark's got some photos there. This is from my Twitter account and Instagram. I love just walking up to that place. Oh, I know. It's so beautiful. On the east side of the city. What else you got there, Producer Clark? There we are. Socially distanced. You see me? Oh, I'm on my phone. Yeah, a rare photo of me on my phone. Yeah. I think it's because my wife is on her phone. Well, that was something right there. You surprised me there. Good. Where a 15-second ad rolled for the RP show amongst the credits. Yeah. So you go to Landmark Cinema, you're going to see that. And then there's uh, Matthew McConaughey and his daughter, Murph. Yep. It was fantastic. And that's probably it. Yeah, so we had a great time last night. From Nelson Hackowitz, isn't renting a theater the greatest experience to come out of the pandemic? You can rent the entire theater. Call Landmark Cinema. It's not that expensive. It's, it's actually quite affordable. Yeah, take your family, take your staff, whatever you want. And the, uh, the experience is great. It makes it was like a big living room, right? Like when that plays, like we're yelling at each other in the awesome. theater, right? Like it's great. Uh, today is an important date. Throw them in the air. Which which would you want to recognize? Good news, bad news. What do you want first? Um, good news. Good news is Wayne Gretzky's 60th birthday today. Wayner. And again, I'm reading the NHL game notes this morning. How many hat tricks do you think Wayne Gretzky had in his career? How many? Brandon Sutter had his first last night. And granted, he's not Wayne Gretzky, but his first. I told you his, his uncle Brian had seven hat tricks. How many hat tricks? Do you know the number? Yeah. 40, 50? 60 hat tricks. Wow. Wow. 60? 60 hat tricks for Wayne. Uh, so that's the good news. And the bad news, of course, it's the one-year anniversary of the uh, Kobe, uh, Kobe and Gianna Bryant uh, death, the helicopter crash, and the other family that were in it. And um, do you specifically remember where you were when you heard the news? Yeah. Where? I was back home uh, at mom and dad's in the living room. I remember watching it on TV. I was watching the Pro Bowl, and um, they, they might as well just canceled the game. Word started going around Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay that um, Kobe Bryant had lost his life in a helicopter crash, taking his daughter to her game, and you could just see the whole place just sagged. What a start to 2020 right there, hey? Mm-hmm. So those are a couple anniversaries today. Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame says, who has the better popcorn, the movie theater, Riders game, or Pat's game? Well, the hot dogs are the best at the theater. Can I just say that? And the popcorn, it's, it's good in all of them, but there was no butter on the popcorn last night. We were going healthy last night. Did you notice? I did, and I think... We would have had the. I think we could have went and got butter, but I don't know if we. No, we didn't think about it. It's all good. So it was. It was a lot of fun. Darren Burns next on the way. Jared Dumba and Chris Jones as well. This has been the warm up for Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television, live daily on YouTube, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com/slash The Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. It's a big football day today on the RP Show, although our hockey analyst, Jared Dumba, is in the bunker. He'll be coming up next segment, and for three segments, we'll be talking a lot of NHL. But Chris Jones coming up an hour two. Darren Burns, I'm going by his Wikipedia, from Montreal. Played with the Etobicoke Argonauts, Hamilton Hurricanes, Burlington Braves, and then into the CFL with the Hamilton. And the years, by the way, were 85 to 90. Hamilton Tiger Cats, Montreal Alouettes, Ottawa Rough Riders. And he joins us today, I can assume, from only Moncton, New Brunswick. That's where I met him. G'day, Burnsy. How are you, my friend? Hey, how you doing, Rod? Good, brother. How are you doing? Good. Are you in Moncton? Actually, no, I'm in Hamilton. Okay, beautiful. Tell, I got the, you've got you you got Calgary helmet on your desk, and I've got the McMaster and the uh, Yates Cup here from on loan from uh, McMaster University. Your your kid gave it to a yay for a day. Is that the deal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he lent it, he's lending it. Let let dad use it for the day. Okay, well, Darren, listen, I'm excited. Everybody's excited, actually. You saw the reaction when the news came out mm-hmm. that at 55. He's a D lineman, by the way, folks. You're at 56. I'm gonna be 57. So thanks oh, for making 50... me. Feel, uh, do I look younger? Well, actually, you do, but you're making it an even yeah. more remarkable story that the plan was for you to make a comeback and play senior football, but there are CFL people telling me that there's a chance that you might actually lace them up in a CFL game. Man, just tell me the story. Well, basically, um, about a year and a half ago, I kind of lost the sight of my feet. You know, I couldn't, uh, I, you know, I waist up to a 47 waist, it was like 325 blood pressure up through the charts. And I decided to go to the gym and work out. So I went down to see a friend of mine. My, t- my son Taylor was busting my balls to get back into the gym. So I went down. We took a picture of myself and just started to slowly progress through working out and getting um, just, to, just to get healthy again. And through the process, my body started to react well. And then uh, about a month into the program, I looked back at a picture and I looked at the date and it was uh, my mentor, Bruce Smith, who passed away um eight years ago and it was his uh anniversary so it was kind of like a kick in the balls from above i guess to do something to myself so through the process of that and then my son says dad why don't you come and play some football with the mustangs and he and i would suit up together and play so went through that process of uh lifting weights and just getting in shape and uh yeah and now here i am and my strength is i'm stronger now than i was when i played I'm weighing 300. My waist is down to 35. I'm benching 225 for 22 reps. Uh, I'm uh, I ran a 5-2 laser 40. So you know Whoa. the speed, the strength there. You know it's like the fountain of youth we found. I know, but I just I want to point this out to our viewers because the guys are sitting here going, for one, as you're talking with what you're doing. But the thing is, you're no dumb jock. I met you at Touchdown Atlantic. You're a very successful entrepreneur in Moncton. You probably won't take credit for this, but the football guy said that event was a success because of your work in football New Brunswick. So that's how we got to meet and spent pretty much, we were together for three straight days, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so what were you going to say? 
Well, no, it was a, it was a great it was a great time to get all the old guys together and tell all old stories and lies about ourselves, and uh, <laughs> it was a great success for the community. And uh, you know, the commissioner had a good time, and the event was great. The Rolex Golf Course they uh, they took really good care of us, and I'm hoping that we can do it again in the, fu- in the near future. Viewers are writing in which CFL teams did Darren play on? I mentioned Hamilton, Montreal, and Ottawa. Now, '86 Ticats won the Grey Cup, did they not? Were you on that team? No, in September I got my rights. I was a junior player at the time. My rights got traded over to Montreal, so I ended up watching the Grey Cup game uh, in Florida on tape delay on ESPN, watching my old teammates win the Grey Cup. So I was happy for them, but pissed off that you know I was uh, on vacation. So I got uh, to watch a. Yeah, mm-hmm. these days, these days they are giving guys a ring, uh, but maybe it wasn't the same back in '86. But here's, but here's no. the thing. Let's explain the senior football in New Brunswick because I believe that was what your goal is. I related it to what to senior hockey out here in Western Canada, Darren. It's 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 like semi pro, and that's kind of what you guys got going on in New Brunswick. Am I right? Yeah, the, we got like uh, some kids that have gone to the CFL from the league. Mike Miller, who plays at Winnipeg now, that was in Edmonton, who got. Uh, all, all decade in special teams. He played with me in the Mustangs in 2009. So, you know, there's there's some good players out there. It's just, you know, there's a mystique about Atlantic Canada does not have good football program. Well, they do. It's just that they don't have the exposure. Um, there's a lot of really good, talented kids that play in the league. Uh, it is a tough league. I mean, you're still going to hit a 300-pound guy on a football field. It's still 300 pounds. So, you know, the guys are, uh, it's good. The, it's a community-based. Uh, there's uh, seven teams in the league, four in New Brunswick and uh, two in Nova Scotia and one in PEI. And uh, we travel around. We got a good fan base. Our games are televised. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. And yeah, the, you know, it's a uh, it's it's a it's a it's a really tight brotherhood between all the teams and that what have you. Why well, I noticed that for sure when I was out there it was hard not to notice. But you and mm-hmm. I didn't talk about this after. So when this story broke that you're making this comeback, and by the way, I couldn't believe the photos and the videos of what you're doing. What about these former CFLers that are saying? This guy isn't serious, is he? He's 56 years old. And I'm like, I know him, and he's serious. How did you react well, to what the alum, some alum are saying? Well, I've had a few alumni guys say, I wish I could do what you're doing, Bernsey, but my wife would kill me. So, um, <laughs> you know, I just think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, an, it's, a, it's a, uh, a goal. It's something that I'm very much goal-oriented. My whole life has been like that. Uh, it was something that I wanted just to do to prove to my to myself. There's a lot of baggage that's in my background that this has kind of been therapeutic for me. Um, I wouldn't do it if I knew I couldn't do it. So I don't like to fail at anything that I uh, that I attempt to do. So and anyone that's laced them up and stood beside me on a football field knows that I'm serious when it comes to playing football. So I'm not, you know, these guys. I mean, maybe they're, you know. You know, they've, I, I don't know what to say to them, but I just look at it as I'm inspiring people. Uh, it's motivation to uh, uh, get back uh, onto the field. And, and I've had people, CEOs of companies, call me up and saying that's asked me to guest speak uh, at their businesses. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm inspiring some people. So, you know, the hell with it. I'm, I'm happy with what I'm going to do. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, nobody's going to really know the outcome until I actually put, put the pot on the head and go out there and knock somebody out. For sure, Darren. And by the way, these were my friends. They weren't chastising you. They were looking at a fifty-six-year-old. Yeah. You could conceivably be the Gordy Howell football. This is what we're t- this is what we're talking yeah. about right here. And I wanted yeah. to make it clear to people, Darren, that you are not a guy trying to cling to your youth. You're not a guy that has regrets. So you want to go do that. You're doing this because you wanted you committed to a life change, and you want to see how far it goes. I think it's important that people know that distinction. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, like. 
when I was a young kid, if you go back in my history, I was raised in group homes, was sexually abused, beaten up. Um, my mentor, uh, me, Bruce, he passed away of cancer eight years ago. So it's still something that I'm dealing with today. So for me, this has been a therapeutic journey to um, get out on the field, do this one last uh, hurrah. It's something that I personally need to do. Um, and uh, it's just a healing process. I've got a really good team of support behind me. From uh, I've got a, a, a nutrition coach, uh, Ron Oliver, who uh, has been working with me on my diet. I've got another lady named Sonia who's been working with me mentally to get me prepared for all this. I've got my buddy Herb who's been training me. And I've got another young girl named Kamisha who works with me on my stretching. And I have a massage therapist that works on the body. So I'm almost like a, a car at, a, at an Indy 500 where there's a pit crew and everyone just works on it. And I just... You know, just try to keep the. I just listen to what everyone's telling me to do, and away I go. So through the process of of um, doing this, I've had like a lot of baggage, and it's been it's been very difficult my life growing up to to the point where I'm at now, where I've had a bunch of issues. So what Sonia's been working with me on the mental side of things because this is a very difficult thing to do is to prep yourself and turn back thirty years on your life and um, get uh, uh, and be prepared for this. So we've gone through my my life breaking down going through emotional barriers, going through this, going through that, and coming up uh, and getting my mind clear for this. And, you know, I feel great. Like, right now, I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, I'm I'm enjoying the journey, as, uh, as uh, Sonia calls it. It's a journey. And I'm becoming a better person because of it. Well, when you talk about the pit crew, I'm thinking now all you got to do is go run the race and win the race. Right now, it's on you. You don't yeah. want to let those guys down and girls. No, it- and whenever I, I do something in Bruce's name, I, you know, I always come through. So anyone that knows me knows my relationship with Bruce. I'm not going to fail at this. So, you know, I'm looking at the opportunity now of, of playing senior ball, having a good time. I, I know what the expectations are and I know how, what you have to do to prepare to play pro football. I know physically I can handle it. Uh, not, not, not to play like an 18 game schedule. Let's face it. I'm not going to be playing pro football it's mostly an opportunity for me be a good story for the cfl uh where i was a 14 year old ball boy with the argos i, I met bruce uh from a football camp hitchhiking run by the argos was a ball boy with the argos i was a ball boy with alonzo highsmith and eric metcalf those two guys had pretty good nfl careers their dads played on the team with uh, bruce um i went on and uh, did my uh, 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 uh junior uh with the tobacco at 15 years of age in 79 I'll be playing now this year. It'll be my sixth decade of playing football because I played in 2009 and 2010. So getting back to it, uh, going out and playing a half a dozen plays at a CFL game, I have no problem doing that. I mean, uh, I'm just as strong as any other guy that's on the field. I wouldn't be able to take the pounding of you know, 60, 80 plays in the game for 18 games, but for a couple of preseason games and maybe a regular season game, I can definitely do it, and uh, I would be honored to do it and uh, you know, and carry the banner for a lot of people that have supported me through my life. Well, uh, and I, I would put myself in that group, but when I did meet you, you told me after the fact you were at one of the lowest points mentally yeah. in, your, in your life, and I thought, well, you're already a winner once I heard your story of what you've came through. So this, to me, is just like, Phew. So are you waiting on that yeah. CFL opportunity, or do you have one lined up? Are we looking at getting into a camp here? What's the deal? I'd like to get, I'd like to get into a camp. Um, ideally, which would be, uh, would be great, is I signed with Toronto in 1987. I, went to, I was the first Canadian to go to a CFL combine that never attended university. Actually, I, I quit high school in grade 9. 
So I went to the camp in uh, 87 and uh, it was all the CFL teams were there and I got pulled around and all these, you know, linebacker tight end Yargos um, brought me up and said, uh, Leo Cahill took me to his office. It was kind of funny because when I was 14, Leo put me under his wing to be a ball boy. And he said, Darren, if you ever want to play in the CFL, you'll learn how to do everything, including carrying a water bucket when you're a Canadian. So I learned how to long snap and all that kind of fun stuff. So it was kind of neat to actually have Leo bring me into his office and sign me to a contract. So I signed my contract with the Argos and it was sent into the CFL office. And it got rejected because what had happened was, is in 86, I was with Montreal, but I became a free agent. Bob Geary, who is the player personnel for Montreal, actually went into Leo's office while I was on the field auditioning for the other CFL teams, put me on their negotiations list. So my contract got rejected, and I was forced to sign in Montreal, and in Montreal, the team folds. I had knee surgery, and there went the 87 season. So it was kind of a, a, you know, a shitty turn. So for myself, um, you know, I would love to play in Toronto uh, to, uh, to go back there. That was Bruce's last team. Bruce wore 61. Uh, Bruce and my life is very similar. We both grew up in shitty childhoods. You know, I was sexually abused. I was beaten up, abused at school. Bruce went through Texas as a, as a young, a young um, black guy. You know, so he went through the segregation, black guy line, white people line, all that kind of fun stuff. So Bruce and I, when he picked me up hitchhiking to take me back to my group home, um, the next day he came back to my group home to take me to lift weights, and we started to talk and we built a bond. So I very much tried to be like Bruce. Bruce has been like the closest thing to a father to me in my life. And when he, he, he went into, he played football. His first team was the tie cats. My first team was the tie cats. He played defense line. I played defense line. He went to real estate. I went into real estate. He became a minister. I said, woof, that's a little too deep for me to go into that. So I just went on, but the idea for me to be able to strap on and put Bruce's number on and play in Toronto that would mean something to me. And a fun fact on all this stuff, after Bruce died, and I know Bruce would be laughing his ass off right now, is that everyone always used to call me Bruce's kid. Well, my father, I found out after he died, was adopted from, I was talking to my uncles. He was adopted uh, by my step-grandfather, who I always took as my grandfather. My father was actually born Linton James Smith, which means my name would have been Smith. So I don't know how much more I could be like Bruce. Maybe you, you're related. You so, Maybe you're yeah, related. Yeah, so, Jeff in Winnipeg yeah, writes so. in. He says, you're an inspiration, Darren. Way to go. Dean Lubchenco says, Darren, I love hearing about this journey you're on. I hope you accomplish your goal. Donna Berger says, love hearing life stories. Randolph Zora says, Darren, you are an inspiration to us all, especially us 50-somethings. I can say this story has Argos written all over it, especially with the people I know in that organization. I think they would love the publicity it would generate for what, but my last thing is father time is undefeated at 56, your wife, who, by the way, if there was ever a case of out kicking your coverage, you've done it, Darren, you know that she's probably going, ah, you can't get hurt because you don't heal as fast. You don't heal as fast as right. Yeah. She's kind of tired of it, but, uh, you know, it's, (laughs) uh, but I, I'm, I'm right now just, uh, like I said, I'm just, you know, enjoying the moment, enjoying the journey. Um, I think it's a, a, it's got an amazing story. I mean, if it wasn't for me going to that football camp, um, if if it uh, wasn't for me meeting Bruce, none of this would have ever happened. And it just goes to show that's why I always try to give back in the football community to young kids is that we need more people that were like Bruce. Um, take the time to, oh, excuse me, 
take the time to um, help with a young kid. You never know the, the impact that you will have in the future down the road with that kid. Well, this viewer, Greg Clevgard, just said what I was thinking. You've already won regardless. Great job. I can't imagine what Bruce is thinking as he yeah. watches you do this. So, Bernsey, um, well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, and it's kind of cool is that, you know, like with my son, Taylor, he's a third generation of Bruce. You know, he got rookie of the year at McMaster. He was, he was uh, down playing football in Virginia at Episcopal High School for two years, made first team All-State. I uh, made the uh, OUA All-Rookie team. Um, you know, and he's another, he's a kid that will definitely be playing, uh, definitely playing pro football, if not on Sundays, uh, um, in the, in the next couple of years. And he's a, he's a, it's all a, it's all a, um, a carryover from when Bruce met me when I was 14 and till today. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been, it's a, it's a really special uh, journey. I owe everything to football. Football's the you know the greatest sport on the planet. Uh, CFL game is an amazing game to watch and play, and I just hope that you know I'm going to get this uh, opportunity. Um, and Mike, if you're listening, pinball, I'm coming. <laughs> I'd love to come and play. Um, I don't care about the money. The money's not the issue. I'm actually anything that I get from this journey, I'm going to be donating it to Bruce's organization. Um, I've actually got some mem- merchandise that's been made, uh, bought for. Uh, bought for me uh well i saw yesterday you're wearing a tom brady that's a logo that somebody designed for me that we're going to be selling our my hats and, and jerseys and all the proceeds are going to go to um boys and girls clubs i so, love it i love it while well, you're saying pinner i'm saying get murph on the phone murph yeah he's he's yeah. the guy no, I, I i know that i'm not, i don't run the 4740 like i used to five two isn't bad but um one thing i find that father time does give us is uh, good vision and allows us to, um, uh, um, you know, I see the game a lot quicker. So plays that I might not have picked up when I was 25, I would have made up for it on my speed. But now I see a play before it happens. So that quarter second that I'm losing or what have you, I can make it up mentally on a field. So, you know, I'm not worried about getting hurt. I've been out hitting guys. I played 10 years ago. Um, Like I said, my strength, my body's all there. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm actually looking forward to hitting some people this year because there's a lot of bent-up <laughs> right. frustration in here, especially this COVID being locked up for a year. I bet. All right, Burns, we got to run. Proud of you. Keep okay. in touch. Good okay. luck. Thanks, brother. All right. Uh, Mike Lee writes in, Mighty Mike, he says, I want Darren to come to camp in Saskatchewan so I can get an autographed jersey. Everybody wants him on their team. Oh, yeah. What a story. We've got it. We're going to talk hockey next with Jay Red Dumba. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. Live daily on YouTube and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Going to talk some hockey with Jared Dumba here in the bunker in a minute. But first, a sports update. Brandon Sutter had a hat trick as the Vancouver Canucks came alive at home for a 7-1 win over the Ottawa Senators. It was Monday's only game. Thatcher Demko had 34 saves and collected his first win of the season. Ottawa has lost five in a row. The NHL has placed Chicago Blackhawks forward Alex Debrinkit 
And defenseman Adam Boquist on the league's COVID-19 protocol list. The move means to bring it and Boquist won't be able to play, practice, or travel with the team until they are cleared. Malcolm Brogdon scored a career-high 36 points and Miles Turner scored 11 of his 21 in the final nine minutes to help the Pacers pull away for a win over the Raptors, 129-114. James Harden and Kevin Durant each scored 20 points despite three relatively quiet quarters and the Brooklyn Nets broke away with a big run in the fourth to beat Miami 98-85. And Denver Nuggets guard Jamel Murray was ejected after what appeared to be an intentional shot to the groin area of Mavs guard Tim Hardaway Jr. In the second half of their game, Nuggets won 117-113. And LeBron went on a tear in the fourth quarter on his former home court, scoring 23 of his 46 points to keep the Lakers unbeaten on the road. They won at Cleveland 115-108. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. They can handle all your food and fun needs. Thanks for the great time Saturday night for UFC 247. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Okay, Jared Dumba's in here, 10-year pro, Blades Hounds alum. And uh, what else? Austin Ice Bats, Oklahoma City Blazers, Indianapolis? Ice, Tulsa Oilers. Tulsa Oilers. Are you still on Tulsa time? Uh, Always on Tulsa time. (laughs) I like it. Hey, we were just talking about the Darren Burns story. Everybody's talking about this in our comment section here. I hope people, I hope the media grabs this and does a story on it. But you said you're you're not 40 yet, are you? 41. Oh, you are? Almost 42, I Could think. Could you imagine a comeback to play pro at 56? I, uh, you know, sometimes, honestly, sometimes you think about that. You know, you're, you've been away for a while and you go, ah, the body might be refreshed. I wonder what would happen if I, I started feel good. training again, yeah. you know? Right. And then I uh, went out on the outdoor rink uh, with my niece and nephew for about 20 minutes the other day and couldn't walk right. Couldn't walk right for six hours. So I said, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll put not. that comeback on hold for a bit. So that's what makes this all the more remarkable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Jamie Anstey is watching in Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia, and he says Darren Burns should be a future guest on the Recovery Hour RP. I agree. Let's get him into a CFL camp, get him on the field, and then we'll go from there. So let's bring him on for the after story. Uh, The reason I've been saying I wanted to get you on for weeks and months, actually, and Clark's like, Jared's busy, Jared's busy, Jared's busy, which is awesome, right, for you. But I'm following your Twitter feed, which is at jdumba22. 22? Yeah. You got these wild hot takes on the NHL and what's going on. We're only, today's the 26th, we're 13 days into the regular season. Yeah, 12 actually, 12 days of games. Tonight would be the 13th. It's been wild. Can you handle this to the to the end? It's been crazy. I mean, yeah. you know, I expected Vancouver to have a better start. Uh, I still think they're going to come around. Uh, you know, Pedersen's maybe not playing uh, so great right now. But, you know, Pittsburgh coming hot out of the gate. Florida's 2-0. and Montreal still hasn't lost in regulation. Uh, it's There's a lot of interesting things going on. It's, it's neat to see how the teams are playing that, like the Montreals, who have a, a whole bunch of new guys coming in. It's tough to get everybody playing together that quick. So uh, they could be dangerous down the stretch but it's going to be an interesting season rod especially with these top with these uh taxi squads yep. and you start looking at when guys are playing you know three games in four days four and six stuff like that when you're going to start to see more of those guys what's going to happen it's just it's it's a different type of season this year i saw chris johnston from sportsnet tweeting this morning because of missed games some teams are going to be sandwiching 50 50 games into 99 days or something like that. 
Now, I did not go through the rigors of pro hockey. You did. What is it realistically going to mean to players well, with that compressed of a schedule? When you get a two-week uh, schedule where you're playing like 10, 10 days, nine or 10 games or nine games in two weeks, uh, you kind of look forward to that. And by the end, you're kind of, you know, you're tired, but you can, you can get through it. And you usually play well through that. Now, you're talking about extending that over about three months. So, I mean, obviously, that's why they have the taxi squads, but... I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be so interesting interesting to see you know who utilizes uh, that taxi squad and and how many guys off of there, uh, how many guys are just gonna run with their team and just say we're just playing our our horses as long as they're healthy you know every single night. So it's uh, but like I said, it's a different type of a look, different type of planning for for the coaches even. You know, do you do you pull a Crosby out instead of making him go on a on a road trip? Do you pull him out at some time and and sit him for a game or two? You know, just so you got more rest. There's going to be that type of stuff coming into play. I know that we're just getting warmed up with Jared, but what I'm going to do is take a commercial break and come back with viewer takeover. Plus, he's going to stick with us into the warm-up of hour two. People have questions about the blackouts. I want to, That's what everybody's talking about more than anything is the TV blackouts here in Canada. So hang on. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show, Game Plus TV, live daily on YouTube, and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Well, is it going to get wild here in, in uh, the short period of time that we have? For one, regarding the blackouts, Georgie Yanitsos is watching from the Four Seasons Sports Palace, the sponsors of our warm-up. He says, no blackouts at the Palace. No blackouts at the Sports Palace. You want to watch your NHL teams and the games are blacked out, come down to the Four Seasons. Best boneless Greek ribs in the city. Maybe the world, Jared. You would agree with that. 100%. Um, here's one. I was talking to a hockey coach yesterday. A WHL coach who will remain nameless, he said two things. One, the Oilers should trade Leon Dreisaitl for Mark andre Fleury now. And two, he said the Leafs are actually playing defense for the first time. Babcock couldn't get him to do it, but Sheldon Keefe is. We'll see what they have at Calgary tonight, but they're starting to come together. So those two points. If you're the Oilers, are you dealing... Dreisaitl for Mark andre Fleury? Not, not even... That's not even a real thing. Okay. No. No, I, 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 you know what? I've said that before. I would be for trading a dry sidle. You know, if you're going to get back, you better be getting back a, a pretty good centerman and a, and a, you know, a first or second D. So not an older goalie who is on his not, 17th, 18th hole of his career. Probably not him. No, no. But if you could squeeze another good guy, you could get a good goaltender and a, and a forward. So you're saying you'd part with him. I would, but it would yeah. have to be a very, very big return. And uh, your dad's the Leafs fan. Are you? I, no, I, you're an L.A. Kings fan. I'm a Kings fan. How's that going for I you? I have kind of been backing them. <laughs> since. I like Matthew and Mar- Matthews and Marner. But hey, the Kings are looking up a little bit this year. Seeing some of their youth. Uh, Kopitar's uh, had a great start, uh, putting up a lot of assists. He's one of the leading scorers in the league. Um, so, I mean, L.A.'s 
LA's uh, LA's my team, but uh, Toronto been following them. Wow. They're playing some defense. I don't now. get you youngsters. They're playing some defense under Keith. They're st- uh, so that part's true. They're starting to yeah. They're starting to kind of to come around. I mean, they need a coach to, that they're going to like that they're going to play. You know, whether it happens this year or in the next couple of years, I think the Leafs are Leafs are right there. And with some of those uh, good defensemen that they good young defensemen that they have coming up, they're going to be in the mix here for the next four, five, six years. Okay, again, we've just. Scratched the surface. Jared's going to stick with us. Nice enough to stick with us over into hour two when we go to Game Plus. And also, Chris Jones, hottest name in CFL coaching circles right now with the opening in Edmonton. We'll continue all this. This got him talking, folks. This got him talking. Stick around after the break. We're going to Game Plus TV or keep it right here. Be right back after the break. That's sexy. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.